Hi guys, it is Kim Fisher here. God, I love that intro. <laughs> I'm sorry, but can we just, that's a great intro. Yeah, we tried to commission a jingle somewhat. We tried to get someone in like Saudi Arabia or Tel Aviv or God knows where to do a jingle for us, but we weren't successful. So our fantastic producer has offered to help out and we've created our own jingle. Hmm. What do you guys think of it? It's a DIY, but you know. We're a little bit like, um, what's that? Noni Hazelhurst on Better Homes and Gardens and Fast Ed doing all those kooky things. Episode three. Episode three. Can you believe it, Kim? I can't believe it, no. It's, uh, it's, it feels, you know, like an out-of-body experience, but it's exciting. And look, to be honest, guys, we are so happy with the feedback we've been getting so far. The positive feedback we get from our fans almost outweighs our fear when we get our emails from our lawyers. It's, so. it's great to have a little community out there. So, uh, And, you know, our producer's still here. He's uh, made it to shift number two. So... <laughs> And look, we're very, very, very happy to have him. We haven't had to put him on any formal performance management as yet, so that is a good result for him. Well, look, today's episode is quite exciting. It's uh, an exciting time uh, in the country. It's it's Australiana themed. Yeah, so we thought that what we would do is have a bit of a themed episode. Um, it's not something we're going to be continuing for the podcast, but we thought when there is something really, really special to celebrate in the next couple of weeks, it's something we'll be doing. So obviously we live in Australia. Um, say what you will about Australia Day, and we are very aware there's a lot of political controversies, as Alan Jones would say, yeah. um, about yeah. Australia no, Day. True. Yep. Look, we've all got to say, hand on heart, that we're very lucky to live in this fantastic country. So. Yeah. yeah, no, that's exactly right. Um, uh, as Jackie Lambert would say, allegiance to the flag. Exactly right. So, Ben, why don't you kick us off with what we're going to be talking about today? Well, look, I just thought it would be nice to uh, run through a few of, you know, the things we love about this country. Um, so I've got a few things that I thought, you know, in my head that maybe you, you might, you know, be able to, to share with us. Um, I'm just going to start. All right. Hit me up. Favorite Australian sporting moment. Oh my in God. history. So hard. Look, in history. My heart wants to say Kathy Freeman at the 2000 Olympics, but my head wants to say Stephen Bradbury because Stephen Bradbury is the everyman. Who's he? He tell us tell us tell us about him. So tell you must listeners. remember Stephen Bradbury. Stephen Bradbury was that ice skater who won when every single person in front of him fell over. It's the classic Australian. Look, we have a really good friend of ours who we joke um, sort of rides the way to promotion through attrition. So everyone above him falls over, and he himself gets promoted because everyone else just can't. Hop, hop, you know, I know who you're heat. talking about. I and know who you're talking that's about. absolutely Stephen Bradbury. And I absolutely think that is the Australian spirit. If you can't be better than anyone else, just f***ing weed them out. Outwit, outplay, outlast. Yeah, it's not hard. That's, uh, you know, a fair cop. So so what did he do? What did he do? What was his ice skater, was he? Yes. Mm. Yeah, he was an ice skater. Mm. All right. Uh, my favourite... <laughs> you can cut this bit. Um my favourite sporting moment would have to be the 2000 Olympics. So I would have been uh, just shy of 10 years old can when you, they... Can you narrow that down a little bit though? Yeah. Look, the whole Olympics were great. The best moment though, do you remember when that um, that lady in the um, in the walking contest? in the um, Yes, the walk. The walk. And she was winning 
and she was about to smash it, like smash the world record, win the whole thing. Um, and then like on the final lap or the final K, she got red carded because she had gotten lazy and lifted both her feet oh, up. Or, you, know, the, you know the rules well, about the walking? Well, there's very strict rules on the walking. And I mm. often think, and like, look, I'm not an Olympian, but I often think if I could be an Olympic athlete, the walk would be the sport I would pick because I I absolutely love walking. It's one of my hobbies, and I'm quite a fast little walker. So I think you are. No, you are. It would be can, a sport I that I could um, could really get behind. So that's that's mm. tough cop. But in fairness, walking isn't an Olympic sport. It just it really re- <laughs> no. Well, look, that that's I love a- it, but it's not an Olympic sport. Well, you'd be there. Yeah, you you should compete. <laughs> but that that moment to me that kind of summarised um, you know my life really, you know, going along cruising well, and then just being lazy at the end and losing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you know, getting getting it getting it up too fast, I suppose. <laughs> it's the story of everyone's life, isn't it? This sec this bit will be cut, <laughs> I repeat. Um Okay, well look, moving down the list, favorite um uh what about favorite TV moment? From Australian television. Um, one of my favourite moments would have to be, if anyone's a big fan of Home and Away, would be when Colleen's mobile home blew away. Oh, oh no, no. Remember when she got struck by lightning? <laughs> yes, yes. And she's out there yelling, Elf, Elf, Elf. Yeah, she actually got struck by lightning. Yeah. Oh which, you know what, you'd think would be rare and, and you know, you know in unusual. Summer Bay of all places. I was going to say, if, if it's going to happen anywhere, it's going to happen in Summer Bay. You well, know? My other favourite moment, I always like um, my favourite character in Home and Away is Morag Bellingham, the barrister. Oh. So Morag is Alf's oh, sister, for those of you who don't know. So Alf's the guy who wears that big white hat and says, you know, stay in the flame and crows. Oh, that's Alf. And his Galaz. sister. I think he likes Galaz. His sister Morag is a barrister. But Morag is a very interesting barrister because she, she ranges from doing very petty things to doing high court matters to doing drug tra- She does it all, hmm. Morag. And... Um, it's always my favourite when Morag gets into town. She gets, you know, a barrister put on a break and enter for, you know, a $20 packet of cigarettes and she, she'll be running the case and it's very kooky. Do you remember when um, when Sally had the stalker? Remember the Summer oh Bay stalker? Oh, my gosh, yes. Everyone remember Who that? Who actually Everyone turned out that? to be a woman, didn't it? By yeah. And the fact that it was a woman, look, I don't want to say it and I don't want to jump on that bandwagon. I didn't see it coming at the time. But don't you think that's actually quite... Forward, because that brings me to a really interesting segue I've got, Ben. What is that? So the interesting segue that I was going to bring us to is actually back to our good old friend Casey oh, Donovan. Because remember when Casey was catfished? Cat. Oh, I remember that. Poor Casey, Australia's daughter, catfished, and it wasn't it by a person for six six years. Forever. Six and years. Oh, I don't know. Isn't it? It's you a long time. That kind of stuff can happen, hey. Look, you wonder, but you know, the kids have the internet these days, and the 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 you know. But how do you go from being Australia's sweetheart on Australian Idol to being catfished to driving an Uber in Tamworth? No, she's back again now. Well, you know, as we've talked about, we, this podcast is not you know one to shy away from talking about Casey Donovan. Mm. She's back, you know, bigger, better than ever. Well, not bigger. She's actually looking fantastic. She has. I meant bigger in terms of star power. Oh, no, I'm just actually making a like – f- I, I love Casey, but a compliment. Like, I, I watched her at the New Year's Eve, like, television 
We broadcast and she looked fantastic. Yeah. She's looking really great. So yeah, no, nah, she's. But it's not about how you look. Obviously, look. Yeah, she's Kim one Fisher, of our favourites on this on this podcast. I've we been accused it. of fat shaming in the past. It's not an image that I want to have. Um, I just think Casey Donovan's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, that that was sad though when Casey got catfished. Um, but which you know I was thinking about during the week. Um, speaking of Casey, the kind of Australians that I would like to have if I had a dinner party. You know, Ooh. so if I had to pick, um, I was asked during the week, you know, if you had to pick four Australians to come to a dinner party and they have to be Australian, um, you know, not like, you know, Keith Urban, who's New Zealand or whatever, you know, Russell Crowe, New Zealand, they're all New Zealand. Russell Crowe's hot though, a young Russell Crowe, oh, I personally think, unpopular opinion. But. Yeah, all right, that's controversial, but yeah, well, all right, we'll air that. Um, but top four Australians to have at a dinner party, I thought Casey Donovan has to be in the list. Yeah. Who else would you have? Another young diva? Uh, look, I'm probably done for the Young Divas. Um, I don't think Casey was ever in the Young Divas. No, she wasn't, but she's very closely aligned with Emily DeRouge and Paul Weenie and Ricky Lee and, you know, yeah. et cetera. Yeah, no, nah, look, that's, that's a fair um, I would. I was thinking about it and I was actually caught on the spot at the time when I was asked, but then I went away, had to think about it. Who would I have, who, who would I invite? Casey Donovan, number one. Yep, who else? Uh, number two, I thought Malcolm Turnbull. You, you can't not have your prime minister, your, your current sitting prime minister there. You know, regardless it, of what you think of them, it wouldn't be very engaging. Liberal, Labor, Green, One Nation. Who knows where it's going to go? Whoever they are, you've got to have them there. Okay, who else? Um, then I thought about um, on the politics line. I thought I was torn. This third seat for me was between Jackie Lambie. Senator, well, former Senator, Jackie Lambie. Mm-hmm. Um, FMR. Mm-hmm. Or Mr. Burris from Celebrity Apprentice. Oh, and he could give you some tips with his business, Yellow Brick Road. Well, I've actually, fun fact, negotiated a lease against his brother, which was quite fun, you know. Ooh. Yeah. Brother Burris. Brother, brother, BB. BB. Um, the, yeah, and then I thought, you so know. So who did you pick, though? Did you pick? I went with I went with Jackie Lambie. Yeah, you know, course. having met her once um, because she's a big fan of this podcast. Um, having met her once, she was such a nice lady. So that was the third and seat. Not to sorry, not to interrupt, but Jackie is a celebrity guest that we are looking at potentially getting in. Yeah, on she's the interested. Future. She's interested. So we'll try and make it work. Our well, team are working with her team, team right now. So we're, we're spe- our people are speaking to her people. So anyway, who's your fourth guest that you're inviting? A bit of a kooky one. I thought. You know, they're all quite serious people to have. You've got the Prime Minister, you've got a former Senator who's, you know, obviously very passionate about issues and very, you know, switched on. Um, And Casey, who's obviously, you know, I thought, why not shake it up a bit? Um, Why not put the Channel 7 cash cow in? (laughs) I know, I know that's controversial. I know, I know not everyone would invite the cash cow, but I actually, I thought it would be googie. What's the cash cow going to do? Is he going to do that little jig? I, th- I actually think it'd be quite pleasant to have at a dinner party. Like, you know. What are you, what are you feeding? You, you couldn't or? serve beef, that's for sure. Does he take, and can I ask no you a beef. Question? Beef's off the menu. Does he take Chicken his, or fish. Like, it's like a wedding. Does the real cash cow please stand up? Does he take his hood off? Do you reckon it's the same one every day? Do you reckon it's the same cash cow every day? Like, do you reckon it's the same guy playing the cash cow? Or do you reckon they switch it up? I, we wouldn't know. To be We're honest, just dumb viewers. I think it's a 19-year-old that works the job part-time, probably studies an arts degree at Notre Dame. He probably gets paid more than we do. And it's working the, working the job for the pills on the weekend. That's, the, that's the my pills? guess. That's my, oh, it's a bias mechie. That's Kim, my guess. Kim, the lawyers are going to have a field day with what you've just <laughs> I'm said. I'm just saying. Do you want to make their attraction now for them? <laughs> um, look, lawyers, I'll give you my, my card, my number. 
your, your own lawyers. They've got your details. I think, look, Kim's views on the cash cow are her opinion. I've done it for them. I've done their job. Um, um, yeah. yeah but I, who would you have? Who, like if you had to have a dinner party. Um, yeah, I thought about no, this Noting that bit. I've never been invited to your house for a dinner party, but all right. Who would you have? Ben makes that slight because, look, I'm not a huge cooker. I'm a good de- defroster. I'm a good stir fryer. Um, if I had to have a dinner party, I think I would have a Rolf Harris, which I know is a little bit controversial, but I really want one of those really good paintings he does. He's a fantastic artist and we can't take that away from him. Rolf Harris. And there's something I've always wanted. Oh. Is, a, is an oil oh, you painting. You can't invite him. He's in jail. Want, He's in jail. I want an oil. Invite him. He's, he can get parole for the night. They can do conjure calls. We could a conjugal. A conjugal. For, oh, God. Where is this podcast gone? Where is this podcast gone? Um, so I'd love him I'm to sorry, do a really listeners. nice I'm oil so- painting of me. So I'd have Rolf there. An oil? You want Rolf to do the oil I'd painting? I'd have Rolf. And then, to be honest, I'd have I'd have Julia Gillard and Kevin because it'd be, it'd be very kooky, wouldn't it, to have them there together. And yeah, then, to be honest, be Ben, good. I'd probably have you because it oh, would be the fantastic oh, evening. We could watch Julia and Kevin battle it out. Rolf would be painting a picture of the evening. Don't Would you be something like um, <laughs> lawyers? Note. Um, <laughs> oh, that's that's Rolf, allegedly that's Rolf been proven. Could, could do a like a picture, kind of like the Last Supper with Kevin and Julia, you and I, and him painting it. That'd be beautiful. Yeah. Look. Um, yeah. Look. Let me know the date, and I'll uh, see if uh, see if we can make that work. Yeah, hey? Our people will speak to our the other people. Kevin Rudd's still his own person. Who's proud to tell people that? So. Um, given it's a Aussie themed week, favorite Aussie movie. I thought, what, what's your? I've, I've got one. I'm thinking of. I've been thinking of. Oh gosh. Um, I look. I have to be honest. I'm a bit of an Australian film buff. Um, I'd probably say look, my favorite Australian film in all seriousness is probably The Castle. I really love The Castle. Good film. Good, good film. film. Uh, probably For the lawyers out there listening, it's a good film. In novelty, in jest. I don't mind a bit of Strictly Ballroom or a bit of Priscilla or a bit of Muriel's Wedding. You know, just the classics. Oh, yeah. Red Dog was a suggestion that was floated, but I don't like. I don't like movies about bitches. I couldn't. Not, not for me. Um, what about you, Ben? I uh, I can't get past this one. Well, actually, first I do like the Australia movie. You know, you know, it's actually just called Australia. That was panned, wasn't it? As political as cr- oh, incorrect. Yeah. Oh, was it? I, I didn't. Think it's really wrong, like it. isn't it? I don't know. It look. What is wrong? But it was beautiful landscapes. Um, but what I also loved, um, you might remember, this was a bit of a, a classic. I, I'm not sure how many um, Academy Awards it won, but do you remember Danny Deck Chair? Um, the one where he ties the balloons to his chair. Owen Wilson in it? Don't remember. It had someone famous. I'm mm. pretty sure it was Owen Wilson. Yeah, he straps the balloons to himself and flies off. It's a bit like, up. hold on. Is that a, like a copyright Hold of on. Up? I've never thought about that. Think about it. That's actually, Ken have just cracked a copyright Is lawsuit that, no, live on air. If you're putting, if you're putting balloons wow. on a wow. chair, that's what they did in Up. That's what they did in Danny Well, they Dexter. did it to a house in Up, but it's the same concept. It's the same that's, concept. That's, that's honestly. Hello, lawyers. We're not IP lawyers, intellectual We're property. We're not, but. But honestly, that seems like a lawsuit And surely us. the lawyers that work for us. Are in a firm that have IP lawyers. So, hey Kim, do you want to hear my joke of the week? Yeah. So Ben's got this new theory that he can tell a joke, and I said to Ben, oh, "I think I could. I think if I it can makes me laugh, it's funny." Oh, uh, but she's going to try and not laugh. So, right, tell us your joke. I want you all out there. Come to, on, tell us. You know, on. okay. Oh, what's that mean? 
Chicken. Chicken. All Tell right. me a joke. All right, here we go. All right. <clears throat> knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting dog. Interrupting, <laughs> interrupting dog who? Get it? Because I, inter- I was, that was good. You have to admit that Kim is laughing. For the listeners at home, Kim is laughing right now. That was, a good, that was a good joke. That was a good joke. Objectively a good joke. That was. Admit it. <laughs> no, I'm not admitting it. I'm giving it a two. This is a new segment. If you guys have a really funny joke that you think would make Ben or I send laugh, it in. Send you're it in. more than welcome to send it in. We'd be happy to hear it. I gave that a two out of ten, that joke. Oh. I laugh because I often laugh at things. I'm very kind. I'm very compassionate. Oh, uh, well, look, I thought that was good. Look, send us your feedback. If you have any other jokes, send them through. I might do them live on air. Who knows? Um, and, uh, you know, that, that, that's, that, that's what I really wanted to share with you guys tonight. Kim, what's your beef of the week? The, the, the podcasters the have been going so, crazy for your beef of the week. They loved yeah, it last week hearing about really it. Everyone really loved it last week when I was talking about my complaints with the TIO, that, which is the telecommunications industry ombudsman for those of you who aren't informed. Your mate. And my other complaint with trading name GHD. Uh, this week, I suppose I'm going to recount a bit of a consumer complaint that I once had with a good old Australian company, Ben. Who? Bonds. Oh, okay. Yep. So I bought some underwear from Bonds, not to get too rude or too personal, but I bought some underwear from Bonds. I bought five Good old undies story. Doesn't go straight, does it? And those of you who know me know that, you know, downtown is not an area that I stray from too regularly. So, Except um, except when you move to North Sydney. (laughs) That's a that's a private matter, um, but um, anyway, I bought these pair these five pair of underwear from Big W. I think it was five pair of Bonds underwear for about forty dollars because they're very extortionately priced, so it was quite expensive. Anyway, I bought these underwear, and I wore them once, and they started to sort of tear, and they'd they'd get holes in them, and it just it wasn't satisfactory. So anyway. I have what's known as a lot of time on my hands. So I wrote to Bonds and I said, look, I've got these underwear, paid all this money for them and they're not very good. And Bonds wrote back and to their defence, they wrote back a bit of a like, you know, F you, Kim. If the undies aren't good, send them back. We need to inspect them. Oh, that's that's a bit personal as well. It is a bit personal, but I had worn all five pairs. You don't want Bonds inspecting pairs. your undies. I had I worn all five business, but- and I had washed them. Sure as hell, I did send all five pairs back. Oh, you did not. I did. Absolutely did. So about You th- really had time to, to, to burn. I have time to burn. So about three weeks later, Bonds sent me back ten new pairs of underwear with an apology letter. Oh, oh the apology letter is a nice touch. So to say, Miss Fisher, look, we did examine your underwear that were worn and we have conceded that um, they were faulty. So here's ten pairs. So what a good win. They're in my, they're in my good It just goes spot. to show the, the little... You know, little little fish, one always lose against the big fish. You know, sometimes you've got to challenge the yeah. rock, look, the status quo, you know. Bonds use Pat Rafter as a model. So, look, I know what I'm they up against. They use Curios now. Didn't they get oh, rid of, they got rid of Pat? They got rid of are Pat you? Rafter, look, who we've seen in person. I reckon. Who's playing in the Australian Open right now. Look, and this isn't, I don't want to get sued by the lawyers. Nick Curios is a fantastic tennis player. He really, really is. I, I'm not going to, I couldn't beat him in the tennis court. He's, he's got a bite on him, doesn't he, an attitude? He does have a bit of an attitude. And look, not to disclose too much of me or what I know, but look, if he was an employee at a workplace that that I knew of, look, I don't know how, long, how, how it would go for Nick Curios. Yeah. Um, well, look, thanks, Kim, for sharing that undie story. Um, 
So I think that kind of brings us to the end of our... Um, third it, podcast It does But we're really looking forward To having you guys with us In a couple of weeks Because As you know One of the best holidays Of the year is The best up, The best It's, it's got to be One of the best uh, After Christmas I think the most <laughs> exciting Time of the year is, is Valentine's, Valentine's Day Slash National Signals Awareness Day So we will be Is here. that an actual day? I think Facebook and stuff have taken it to calling it National mm. Singles Awareness Day. So yeah, right. Well, and um, sad. Yeah, look, Ken will be back. Um, we'll have another episode around that time. For and we're going to be doing some dating tips and a few stories. Yeah, a and- bit of tips to help the singles out, and also the the people in relationships that might need a little bit of a help. You and know. often you do. You think you don't, but you do. You do. Ken will Ken will tell you some some stories and some tips for you. Um, but to look to really wrap up this um, this Australiana themed. Podcast. I know it's touched on quite a few Australian issues, from Colleen at the the Summer Bay Caravan Park to um, what else have we talked about? Who, which Australians we'd have a dinner? It's it's been varied topics, and it's been great to have you guys with us. And look, as we say, Ken are nothing without their fans. So we thank you guys, and we can't wait to have you with us in a few weeks. So drive safe this long weekend of have Australia. A, plan a B D E F. Okay. Double demerits, so be That's careful right. out there, everybody, or go the back roads. Uh, and we'd or also get the fifteen-year-old on Facebook to give you a that word. one. Um, and also, we'd like to say a quick shout out to um, some of our expat friends overseas. So, um, uh, in the UK, we've got quite a few. So we've got a really good friend, Catherine, our good friend Shannon, and our for legal reasons, our friend Adelaide, who's over there as well. We're, Not allowed to mention her name anymore. Um, we're really happy to, and we wish you guys a very happy Australia Day. We're sure that Clapham and Shabu. Are going to be going off because let's face it if you live in the uk and you're australian that's the only place you live so so don't forget yep. to um subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already which i doubt you you haven't um and give us a review give us a rate send in your feedback we always love hearing from you email and addresses if you hate us stfu that's right so yeah look that's probably a good way to wrap it up but um <laughs> look at the end of the day we are ken and uh signing off ken ken <laughs>